Hey, Alexa, you ready for the spotlight? You know it, Jace. Let's hope I don't f*** it up this time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to Jace the Producer Presents the Shuffle. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, the man that you are about to meet in this show has one of the most unique perspectives I have ever encountered. Growing up in the U.S., now living in the U.K., is such a great individual to listen to. I won't even give such a long intro. This is my friend Clay. But I, I want to talk about the music that has influenced you, who you are, what you do. Uh, I want to talk about some of these playlists that you have here on Spotify, like WH Potluck and okay, yeah. Gold Cruisers Monthly Mix and the podcast that you did and all that. And uh, if you could just get started by telling everybody who you are. All right, you want the long version or the short version? Give me the long version. <laughs> wow. Okay, so long version. So um, I know we're speaking across oceans right now. I'm over here in England, UK. Um, but I'm actually originally from New Jersey. That's my home. Go New Jersey. So any if you got any Jersey listeners, I miss my I miss old Jersey. I do have a couple of Jersey listeners. Yeah. And, right, cool. Oh yeah. I miss I miss Jersey. Um, but I've been living in England now for twenty some odd years now. So it's been a long time since I've been uh, back in the states. Um, I originally started out uh, U.S. military. Infantry officer, West Point grad, all that kind of stuff. Jumping out of airplanes, blowing things up. And then <laughs> I went to work for Merrill Lynch. Uh, and then I came over here to uh, England. Uh, wife's British. And I was working here uh, doing training a lot. So that's my primary gig is training and coaching. But of course, all my side hustles. Got the radio works here. So internet radio. Uh, podcasting, big into the podcast, have several podcasts on the go, Havana Cafe Sessions podcast, which is uh, more of a philosophical sort of talk piece, uh, where we meet in the cafe and wax lyrical about life, Uh, and then I have uh, another podcast, uh, Coach's Notes, which is primarily um, professional or personal development, uh, motivation, that kind of thing. That is great. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so, and of course, I just love doing the whole sort of uh, musical podcast piece. So, on Mixcloud, uh, a lot of my radio works or show pieces, a musical journey show, will go on there. Um, and then I just make a weekly playlist, which is what you were just identifying on Spotify. So, I'll make a weekly one. Um, I'm actually starting, believe it or not, making playlists for. Uh, clients so that w8 stuff was the one that you particularly mentioned that um that one was for a conference so it was just it was the music for the conference you know how to have the playlist for the conference music yeah. playing when they're doing exercises and things like that uh, but i've also started doing a because of the whole lockdown thing uh, for one of my clients has now started doing a sort of two-hour uh, session for the for them so that people you know in their sort of re- remote working capacity can feel less alone um so yeah i dig it you know, it's always it's you look always frozen i look frozen <laughs> can you hear me though you can hear me right you look you did look frozen. No, no, oh, you're yeah you could i'm sorry um it, it's always fascinated me uh, of course i've known you for a while I'd say at least a year, maybe two that I've known you now. 
It's probably easy too, Nico. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, you're from New Jersey, you're over there now, that journey, the path of how you got there has always fascinated me because if you ask anybody who doesn't know you, you're from the UK, your accent is gone. Do you still hear it when people talk? No, I don't hear. I st- here's the thing, because I don't think I have a UK accent, and they definitely don't think I have one over here. Because straight away, um, they peg me as American. Some people are hesitant and maybe think I might be from Canada. And I know <laughs> Canadians hate being called being mistaken for Americans. Although I like to say where well, they are North Americans, so technically you're not wrong. Um, but no one here would ever say that I was from England <laughs> but you guys all do when I call and it's home or talk to folks from home yeah that's what yeah so for for people back across the ocean oh yeah you got a British accent for here all American um, but for me because uh, wife and kids and all that are all you know the kids were born in the states but basically they were really little so they pretty much grew up I think my um, son was like five and my daughter was like three or something like that so um, so they're basically grown up here. Um, and but so I don't hear any accent. So sometimes we'll be watching stuff like, are they British or are they American? Because I can't. My ears are just calibrated to both. Unless someone has a really strong uh, American accent where they're just, you can't not know that they're from America. Do you ever still trip up on the Jersey accent? Does that ever catch your ear? Uh, no, but I sometimes put the Jersey accent on for people over here when we start talking about Jersey and who's who's famous from Jersey, like Bruce Springsteen and, you know, is it Joe Pesci? He's from Jersey as well. And, and you'll throw the accent on? Yeah, then I'll do the, even though I don't have the accent because my dad, believe it or not, I mean, he was in the Navy, so we moved around quite a lot uh, when I was young. So I never really picked up the Jersey accent. Um, so you, have, you have military in your family as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, my brother, um, my dad's dad. Yes, yeah, so we got a, a nice... And now, and now and you're now, son, right? And now my son. Now my son. He's in the British military now. So, yeah, so it seems to be a thing for us low. You know, <laughs> I dig it, though. I think that's amazing. I don't have the courage to join the military. Uh, I've never... I was all about adventure for me when I was a kid. I just, In fact, we were just now playing... Um, Dungeons and Dragons downstairs, family thing. And, but when I was a kid, I was big into that. I was just big into the whole, you know, Conan the Barbarian and or Savage sort of Conan and um, D&D and just adventure stuff. So for me, it was like, oh, I want to go off and have great adventures, which is was a driving force for driving uh, joining the military for me. And I had to be infantry. It's like, oh, yeah, infantry, come on. Oh. So is there a song that you can think of uh, or that you remember from your infantry days? It's something that kind of, I guess, boosted your morale while you were out there. Um, mm, I mean, there'll be, I'm just trying to think if there was a, it would be a particular song, but it's because I listen to so much music. Oh, um, I know you do, which is why I was yeah. so interested to have this conversation with you. Yeah, I listen to so much. I, I mean, I don't think there was a specific song. I think, when I was in, um, so of course, when I was at the academy, it was all in the 90s and stuff, wasn't it? So, um, you know, anything in that. Oh, in fact, I was thinking today, because I'm, I'm doing that 30-day song challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and some of my stuff during the 90s kind of era, like um, Brian Eyed Girl. I remember listening to that a lot when they come into the pub uh, or pubs. Listen to me. See, now I am sounding good. <laughs> When it was on in the bars. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Keep telling me how it's not there. Yeah, well, so that's the one thing you have to do here because I got laughed at a lot of some of the things um, I used to come out with with my words. Um, so I've, I, I have had to learn how to um, speak British English, at least for the words, you know. I can't say things like suspenders or pants um, really yeah well pants are underwear for these guys um, and then suspenders are um like the thing that the women wear not the you know those kind of garter type things oh. um yeah and i say trash you know don't say trash bag it's the bin you know that kind of stuff that you have to um I love how you're trying to say things in, in an American <laughs> accent now. I have to, I have to convert, you know? Does uh, it ever become difficult for you when, uh, when I guess you're talking to family or friends from over here, how you have to try not to trip over those words? Uh, no, I don't really pay attention, which is like you just saw just then. Um, I just naturally said pub because that's what I say, but then I realized who I was talking to. So uh, I had to quickly switch back up to. <laughs> oh, oh, now, now I've got a song for you. What do you got? Um, from I'm thinking. Uh, I just saw it on my playlist here, and this is going to be a bad story. Is it a bad story? It's an incriminating story, a little bit, but incriminating. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, statute of limitations don't exist, yeah, though, right? Yeah. yeah, I was in Fort Benning, Georgia. Um, uh, we were at our infantry officer's basic course, basic is a handful of us. And we used to go out. Essentially, I was single at the time. So one, we always, we knew all the different places in uh, Columbus, uh, Georgia, that had all you could eat. So Monday nights, it was, you know, the chicken joint we went to, that did chicken and ribs and, and so on. Um, so never cooked, always different all you can eat place. But then we used to have our sin nights. And then and it was called Victory Drive or VD Drive, as it was nicknamed. Um, but it had all the little, um, you know, the, the dance, the girly dance places you can go in and the girls pole dancing and stuff. And it was a song by um, Pearl Jam, one of Pearl Jam's songs um, off of uh, the Alive album. And um, I just... Now I can never listen to this song um, without remembering this lady that was dancing on it. And she just gave the song a whole new um, meaning for me. Um, oh man, but every time I hear that song, it takes me to that space. I that didn't help me get through training or anything. I just remember <laughs> being um, enthralled by this lady dancing to this song. So now every time that song is on, Take you all the way back to Fort Benning, Georgia. Very nice. On our sin night, in the boys.
been there how many years now um i've been in england now 22 years now 22 years you, you do all different kinds of stuff you have yeah. all different kinds of radio things going on and podcast things going on where do you find the time because uh, i don't sleep I, you know what clay i think that's true i don't think that you sleep yeah, I, I don't i don't sleep very much i get about maybe four and a half hours of sleep uh, so I'm generally up about about five. I used to get up about four thirty, but I'm awake about four thirty. But I'll get up at five, um, do a bunch of stuff before sort of work. So between sort of like five and seven is my clay time. I like to call it, which is where I do a lot of my sort of clay time. Yeah, re- reading and um, thinking time, um, and then yeah. So then it's just go 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 because a lot of people always comes up a lot it's like when do you find a time to do all this stuff it's like oh pretty much i don't sleep a whole lot so i can yeah, well then i see that you bike to work um I, I i don't i sometimes but not not often not here anyway no because no, i no. saw that one video where you pulled your your bike out of your car yeah yeah well i was um so when i got into a habit on that one was because I have all the parking and stuff now in this town that we're in, I would drive it and park a little bit ways from where I need to go and then cycle the rest of the way in. Um, but yeah. And that's yeah. the, plus, uh, from what I understand, does it always rain there or is that just a misunderstanding? Well, it is, 
it's the weather is one of those things that it's a cliche, but it's so much to here. I mean, it's like you can have four seasons in one day, basically. Really? Yeah, de- definitely. I know there's a song that has that in it, but it's 100% you can have four seasons in one day here. I mean, I've had uh, hail, ice, stormy things in the middle of July. Um, and you could have scorching days, you know, some, you know, late September. I mean, it it doesn't ever get like I'm. I always joke with my friends here that I've been living here for 20 years and we haven't had summer yet because it's hot as it ever. It doesn't. I mean, it, for me, it you know, it gets up to what 23, 24 degrees Celsius. Um, and for them, that's like melting. For me, I'm like, oh, this is just a hot spring day back in the States. It's kind yeah. of temperature. So um, that's the one thing that I do miss. When people ask me, like, what do I miss most about, you know, living in, you know, about the States or back home? So the one big thing is the consistency of weather. So, you know, in New Jersey or Georgia, I live there as well. Um, when it was summertime, it was summer. When it was winter, it was winter. <laughs> Here, you, you, like I can't put my uh, sweatshirts and jackets away at all. No. Because July, yeah, cause July, once the sun goes down, it's pretty chilly. Um, you know, that's the thing here is that even though summer is coming, it's still cold in the mornings when you have to drive to work. Mm. That and I'm a knucklehead, so I, I have a motorcycle. So uh, it's it's a chilly morning. It's about, I don't know, 60 degrees in the morning. But right. then you're on a motorcycle, so it's like, you know, you, I don't know. Again, where are you living now again? Yeah, I'm yeah, down in federal now, right? Yeah, because you were in New Jersey, weren't you? I was in Delaware. Delaware, okay, Delaware. Yeah, where my wife still thinks I'm crazy because I'll wear shorts in January because I'm uh, okay. from New York, right. where everything is cold, and it's like, yeah, this ain't cold, man. This ain't cold. <laughs> you don't know cold yet. Yeah, I remember when I moved from New Jersey down to Georgia, and it was kind of like that. They used to think I was a freak. Because, well, yeah, it'd be like, you know, 60 something degrees, and they'd be all in coats bundled up. I'm like, come on, man, this is this is nice. This isn't cold. This is like a constant AC. Yeah, exactly, man. It's like, whoa. It was so, funny yeah, last um, night. Uh, our, our AC unit froze up. You know, you keep it running too long, it freezes. Mm. So we had just opened up all the doors, and the kids are like, what are you doing? It's 60 outside. Like, Calling off the house. What do you think we're doing? Yeah, I like it's it. Nice out. Absolutely. So yeah. So that's that's it, yeah. So it it does. Um, you know, it can be quite cloudy. Um, whenever it's a sunny day here, yeah, you know, people are like, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy when you get some sun. Um, but yeah. So that's the that's one of the hardest adjustments is the weather business for me now i am curious because of this whole quarantine has the weather at least been decent outside only in the last uh couple of days it's just starting to turn springish so this in fact particularly this weekend um we've had in fact today we had temperatures up to 23 degrees celsius um and you can't even go outside and enjoy it step in your back garden yeah that's it um that whole, yeah, the whole coronavirus thing. I mean, we've been on lockdown. We're going into week number four of lockdown, um, which has been quite tough. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, in fact, I mean, I was just thinking because I live in a small, you know, pretty much a small town ish here, so there's not a lot happening. It's not a big place, the town I'm in. Um, and so I've not had to drive anywhere in the last three weeks. I haven't driven anywhere. I haven't been into the bigger city. Um, and so it's almost like the rest of the world is only exists in Zoom. This is where I've been spending all my life is uh, in in Zoom, basically. Listen, Zoom is a great tool, though. I, I quite enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting thing about you know. I think prior to all of this, um, you you know, reading all the articles about how social media is is making us separate from each other, and you know, all these kind of almost people having digital detoxes was the thing because we spend too much time online. But it has actually now reversed itself, and we spend all of our time nearly on online like for me i've been working from home since april 1st oh really i don't think i've left my house since april 1st but the thing that we've done now we've now put the social back in social media because people are doing a lot using the tool in a lot more social way apart from just advertising and marketing and stuff like that so um it's been a lifeblood the whole you know social media stuff and zoom i mean think zoom went from having 20 million uh users a day to like 200 million users overnight yeah you know just just like that suddenly they were um thrusted into the limelight probably limelight they don't want at the moment with the security thing but yeah but that's with any platform though you know it's you know they just happen to go big really fast really fast. it does make you wonder though how how do you think life will change after all this see i don't think we'll be able to go back to you know you hear the whole sort of the new normal so i don't think we'll be able to go back to how we were and one of i don't even know i was having this conversation uh this week on one of my podcasts about you know when do you get to how do you make the determination that we could turn the lights back on um, and then how do you just, you know, do they just say, okay, everybody can go outside now. Um, so what does that transition look like? And how do you make that space? And the fact of that the only reason why we're doing quarantine and lockdowns is just to flatten the curve. It's not, the, the virus doesn't go away. It just stops spreading faster. So as soon as you let people out, unless we've got a vaccine, as soon as you let us people back out again this you know you can have another outbreak yep um so it's like how do you how do you how do you stop the thing you know i know there's you know people counted on maybe it'll just be a winter thing in the summer or come and it'll die down during the summer uh, from the heat um yeah and then yeah there's the whole and I don't know how it's going in the States and probably just like here, the whole um, tracking thing probably doesn't go down well in the States. Just like I don't think it's going to go down well here, but it's probably going to have to be something um, that's going to have to be done in terms of getting the app that can track your, you know, whoever you've been in contact with so you can see where the virus is and who you may have come in you know, that whole sort of social tracking bit.
pet, you know how difficult it can be to handle business. Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags are number one and the number two business. Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags are easy to manage with handles and they're extra wide. These bags will accommodate pets of any size. With 120 per box, that's about a two month supply. Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags are made from biodegradable material that make it effortless and easy to make knots so that you do not have to touch the business. The box even transforms into a handy dispenser. Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags are even lemon scented. They are made big enough for even the largest of dogs and thick enough to ensure that there is no mess. They're also great for cat litter boxes. Simply place your hand in the bag, pick up the waste, and reverse the bag over your hand and tie. Head over to RangerRobShop.com for more information on Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. Welcome to DJ Chino, TSP.com, home of DJ Chino and Top Sprint Productions, a premier mobile DJ service that is fully licensed and insured. Top Sprint Productions has packages to accommodate all your services and needs, including lighting and a photo booth. DJ Chino specializes in services for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, holiday parties, corporate events, church functions, quinceañeras, or any event that you just want to make special. You can call DJ Chino at 347-538-4344. That's 347-538-4344. DJ Chino and Topspin Production has servicing areas such as Delaware, Maryland, Philadelphia, New Jersey, and New York. You can find DJ Chino and Topspin Productions on all of your social media at DJ Chino TSP on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or at DJ Chino TSP.com. Book DJ Chino today at 347-538-4344. That's 347-538-4344. DJ Chino and Topspin Productions, we make your events memorable. What if I told you that there was a magical place where you could get free, high-quality audiobooks for free? Sound too good to be true? It's not. It's called Another World Audiobooks. It's a weekly podcast with professional narration of some of the greatest fiction books ever written. You can find us on your podcast player of choice. Just search Another World Audiobooks and enjoy over 120 episodes and counting, plus awesome giveaways. Another World Audiobooks podcast is your ticket to another world. This is your new Best Friends podcast, a weekly podcast that caters to you, the listener. Tabby, I'm sick. Battery packed laser tag so we don't die. Okay, there you go. (laughs) With floaties. Mm -hmm. And that's my dad. I wasn't prepared to take criticism from a uh, a pear-shaped dictator, but... (laughs) And why are your pants still on? That would have been a not-my-finest-moment moment. moment. Just like a random seed comes out of my shirt. thought I swallowed this. (laughs) You physically blew the crotch out? My testicles found the aftermath of the blowout. (laughs) You are on a roll today. Get this guy some ketchup and mustard because... Is he a hot dog? It's a good motivator. It's enough to get you the fuck up out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Want to be part of the show? Write in at ynbfpodcast at yahoo.com or call us at 707-461-0706. Hi, this is Joey from Death Leopard. Hello, kitties. This is Alice Cooper. Hi, Rockers. This is Billy Idol. Hey, this is Meatloaf. Hey, this is Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Let's listen to the music, relax, and have fun. Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is John Bon Jovi. If you're looking for the best of yesterday and the biggest and brightest stars of tomorrow, you found the right place. We are. Wolf Rock Radio, Cleveland. Once you turn on that tap and you give the government kind of that power, 
I don't think they'll want to give it back. True. <laughs> That's the True. thing. Yeah. You know, how do you think we're going to change as social creatures? Do you think we're going to continue to rely on the internet and, and the tools that we have available to communicate with each other? Do you think that once they do so, you can turn a life back on that people are going to choose to stay home if companies will allow us to do so? I mean, would, would your business and your job continue should you stay home? Um, in, in some ways for me, it's two questions. There are two things for me there. I think that, you know, some people will be hesitant to go back out into at least in the beginning of this thing, because as I say, you know, the virus hasn't actually gone anywhere. I think some companies who, you know, didn't, hadn't thought about having a distributed workforce, or then maybe say, well, actually we did all right. And look at the overheads we could save by having a distributed workforce what do we need a you know a building for because we did just fine um without it Um, and so some maybe will choose to keep that tap turned on um for me personally i i've been wanting to go this way anyway so my big visionary goal is to be able to do my work from my yacht in marbella hey So I got to make the money enough to get my yacht. Exactly. So you'll be able to, if you want to, you know, do face to face, you're going to have to fly to, um, you know, to Marbella and uh, see me there. So meet me in Spain and come to my yacht. And uh, so that's my ultimate aim is that is having my yacht, which I got to make enough money to buy. Big one. I want a huge one. In fact, I got a picture of the one I want. Uh, And then I'll just be able to work there. so that's that's how I want to structure my uh, business so that because I was even, you know, even in the 90s, uh, my drive was to have a business that I could do by phone, fax or email. That's how you how old I am. I'm still saying fax. Still saying uh, fax. Huh? <laughs> as long as you don't say beeper. You know, well, this, was, this was the age of the beepers, wasn't it? Um, so that was always my tagline. I'm going to do something that I could do by phone, fax, or email. I mean, now it's just as long as I could do it by internet, got some Wi-Fi, and then yeah, good to go. So, yeah, so for me, um, it's making some of my things a little bit easier, easier sell, because, I, you know, I do the, um, you know, training, corporate training and stuff like that, and I can do that in virtual classrooms, but a lot of companies sometimes are resistant to this new way because they want to see the bodies in the room yeah um, but now that they're experiencing it in the virtual classroom it makes it okay yeah this was all right i can handle and we could deal with this we could do this so I, think that's I, get, I think you did get lucky in this whole thing because your children are old enough to school themselves mm. should they close school downs and children have to to work you know do their schooling from home man you have it easy i have a seven and eight year old and it's like i can't stand math i don't Mm. like reading the only thing i like is lunch yeah you like the lunch period i I love the lunch period but you don't have to worry about that you got it easier right now where you don't have to teach them they can teach themselves in these classrooms yeah and it's just either one of my kids are in school so yeah we don't have any of that i mean yeah so that i can imagine you know, the added stress on parents who have young kids and they have to work from home. So they're having to homeschool and they've got to do work. Um, a friend 
that's like a single mother, which is even harder because she's got to work and she's got to homeschool. She has no break. So I feel, yeah. I feel terrible for my wife. I get up at six o'clock in the morning. I like to do my three S's every morning. Shit, shower, and shave. Apparently, I missed this month. Yeah. All right. But, you know, I like to kind of wake up before I just jump right into work. I, you know, I like to kind of view what's going on before I kind of have to deal with it and develop a plan, eat something, wake myself up. Uh, my wife gets up at six in the morning. Uh, when I get up, she'll eat something. Then she'll take care of the kids and their schooling. Then she'll fall asleep on the couch because she still has to go to work. She works in a grocery store. Uh-huh. So she's technically essential and she has to go to work. And then I work seven to three. And then I pretty much just stay in here all day editing and, and doing whatever or putting another show together. And then I go out there and take care of the kids. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. I do have two little runs that live here that are eating food and need <laughs> and Damn it. All right. That wins. Yeah. So going into the whole waking up, uh, getting yourself motivated and moving. Do you have a song that would be fitting for motivating clay? For motivating clay um, to get up in the morning and move. Can I tell you what? So I'll tell you what my ritual is. Yeah. Um, for a song. And it's usually driven by, you know how you have that dream, waking dream state. So I'll usually wake up with a song on my mind and that'll be the song that I play. So there isn't a, a song. It's what song I wake up with. In fact, some of those, um, you know, the playlist that you read off from uh, the Spotify, um, you know, quite a number of those start off from that, that waking state. I wake up and there's this tune. And I don't know if you're into the whole sort of subconscious thing, but, you know, I would say like dreams, um, your subconscious mind gives you clues to things that you need to, lessons you need to learn or something that you need for in your waking space. And I, and that's how I see the songs. I see the songs as, um, you know, obviously that this song has a message for me of some sort because that's what I woke up and had. And so I'll have that song on and I'll play it and um, try and figure out how it sort of fits. So, yeah, so there wouldn't be any one song. Um, it'll be what song that was on my brain um, when I woke up that morning. You, you uh, want to hear what my morning is like? Yeah, go for it. That, that's what my morning is like. Right. screaming at me. That's my alarm clock on my phone. Is it? Oh, oh right. yeah. My wife hates it. Yeah, I don't I don't use an alarm clock for me. My sort of body clock thing just wakes me up on its own. I mean, my body clock says on my days off, sleep until noon. That's a great idea. Really? I can't even on, even on weekends, there's no turning off the tap of getting up early. For me, it's just like... Pfft. Eyes open. Time to <laughs> um, the, actually, no. The, the the one thing that keeps waking me up is uh, my 55-pound pit bull. Standing in the rain With his head hung low Couldn't get a ticket It was a sold-out show Heard the roar of the crowd He could picture the scene
In fact, they're just coming home when I get up. And they're just coming home for the night. <laughs> yeah, they're just coming from from playing all night. Uh, so yeah, so they can and they got the cat flap, so they can let themselves in and out. The cat they, flap. Yeah. What is a uh, cat flap? You know a cat flap. Come on. You mean a doggy door? No, a cat flap, but the same as the concept of a doggy door, but this one's small. Really? Not for dogs. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I thought it was just one standard thing. No, 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 no. So I, I was just, I mean, if it was a tiny dog, it could fit through there. Um, but yeah, so now it's a cat flap and it's got the uh, microchip in it because all the cats here, I'm sure they probably do in the States as well, they get microchipped. Yeah. If they get lost or whatever. So this one only will only let our cats in because it just really our cats microchip. Will unlock That's neat. Yeah, I, I don't think they have those here. Well, I mm. mean, they may, but it's never been something that I've heard about. But that's neat. Where we'll only recognize your pet's microchip. Yeah, yeah, to let them in. Yeah, definitely. That's so, cool. Yeah, cool yeah. yeah, I mean, our our dog has a microchip, but I had never heard of the idea of uh, of the thing not letting the animal in if it doesn't recognize the chip. That's cool. Yeah, um, and they even have some, but we don't. Ours isn't like that because you know cats like to bring mice and birds and stuff in it. Yeah, but they have some that can recognize whether they have something in their mouth and won't let them in even. <laughs> Um, nope. It's nope. Keep it outside. Denied. 
Yeah, often coming downstairs. You know, the only problem with that technology is one day they're going to have a chip in you. They're only going to let you into certain bars. Well, listen, this is what's going to happen with this coronavirus thing. So even today I was reading in the paper and that one app that they're looking at developing, they're looking at one of the functionalities, one can track you wherever you go, but two can tell you how or track how long you've been outside. So if you've been out for more than your a lot of time, you start getting messages to say, hey, you need to get your ass back home. And I was like, no, okay, I don't like that. Um, so, you know, it's only once, and you've seen the things coming out of China and stuff like that with the drones. Just so imagine the big sci-fi scenario there. Deploy all the drones. You walk out. Drones have facial recognition. Can see that you've been out too long. Come down. Zzz, get back inside. Citizen. It'd be like um, uh, Judge Dredd. Citizen. Get back yeah. in your house, you know, be that kind of thing going on. And do you know what? The other thing that was crazy, um, there, was a, there was one article about how the neighbors and stuff were being rats, man, squealing on people. That they well, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I was like, what's going on here? Because he, oh, he's been out more than twice. He's on the second run today. What are you calling the police on people for? I See, I didn't like that either. I think, come on. That's just ridiculous. Who, why are you going to rat your neighbor out? Because he went out for a second run. You know? Which is funny because they're, they're making jokes here that the dogs are complaining because they're on their seventh walk of the day. Because <laughs> you can't go anywhere. You can't do nothing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm complaining because my dog's on her seventh nap of the day and I can't, you know, I want to nap. You want to you go on your seventh nap, do you? Damn right. <laughs> yeah, don't blame you. I did take food uh, and naps. That's how I survive, Clay. Well, I like um, like today because it was a nice sunny day, and I'd finished doing a whole bunch of stuff. So I think, all right, before dinner, I'll go out in the back garden and soak up some vitamin D, take a little bit of a nap. Um, it's nothing like sitting, you know, lying out in the sun, and having a nice nap. You know. I wish I could do that here. Yeah. Sounds, that sounds so relaxing right now. <laughs> Uh, it's good, man. I think it's...
So you, you are the creator, developer, owner of Radio Warwickshire. How long have you had that internet station? Oh, a long time, dude. At least seven, eight years now. Maybe. Really? Yeah, it's been around for a while. I mean, it's gone through a couple of, you know, different iterations and different, you know, people. Because it was a it's essentially it was a... Um, you know, I built it as a social radio station and kind of, you know, the idea was bringing radio back to the people and, you know, the radio being the 21st century equivalent of the campfire. Um, and you could, you know, it's a place where you can congregate around and, uh, and you know, tell your story. So I always fashioned it as a community project and to get people to come in and just, you know, be able to express themselves and I mean that sort of thing. So lots of different players have come, you know, come in, come and gone uh, throughout its time, uh, which is fine. Two thousand and five, I think. It, our first post wow. we posted on the uh, October the fifth, 
2012. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, and like I said, it's been it's had you know different players come in and out. It's you know it's had a couple of different you know looks and feels and and um, phases. Like now I'm, I'm I don't do the live streaming on the radio anymore because. <clears throat> I found that even while we were, you know, you know, different DJs would have their, you know, their sort of fan base, but the majority of people always listen to the the podcast version of the show. Um, And so I thought, well, that's where most people listen. So I'm starting to transition to probably more of a podcast network. I want to say thank you for joining me and making time at, well, between eight and nine o'clock your time. Still uh, three and four mine. What you're? How many hours ahead of me? Uh, I think we're five now, aren't we? At yeah, present. it's yeah. ten after four now. Yes, yeah, yeah, ten after nine now. Yeah. Well, I thank you for letting me take up a part of your Saturday, and uh, you know, thank you for being a friend for the last couple of years, and uh, just being a, an awesome person to talk to and sharing your musical life with me. No, no, thank you, buddy. That was good. It's good to catch up. I'm glad uh, we got an opportunity to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the show for today. Clay, I want to thank you again for joining me on this show and, of course, making the the time uh, in your busy schedule to allow me to interview you of your soundtrack of life. Make sure you follow Clay Soul Cruiser uh, pretty much everywhere you look, as well as Radio Warwickshire. Uh, you can find him on all his social media under Clay Low, C-L-A-Y-L-O-W-E. Follow him, as he said, at ClayLow.com. You'll find all his information there, especially some of his amazing playlist. Clay, thanks again, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for joining me today. I've had uh, a rough couple of weeks. I've had a passing in my family due to the coronavirus, and I did take a week or so off. Uh, thank you for all of your support. It really does mean a lot. Uh, and uh, I just want to continue to let the music play, folks. That's how we're going to get through all of this uh, as a community. So thank you again. I will see you guys later. Bye.